A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. In times like these, it's important to know who you can trust. At last, a news source that's reliably reliable, informatively informational, and never wrong. Unfortunately, you're not listening to it. Instead, you're listening to The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report. Charles Firth is here, Zoe Norton Lodge is here, and my name is Dom Knight. In a week when vaccinations started in the UK, we've actually got, you know, arm jabs and people getting inoculated. How good is that? It's amazing. It just feels like have we finally reached the beginning of the end? Absolutely. I was at the cricket last night with 30,000 people in incredibly close proximity. And so I was like, well, either life is back to normal and we're all fine or we're all about to die. I don't know which it is, but it was a good game. (laughs) But we don't need the vaccine here, do we? I mean, we've basically got rid of it without the vaccine. Well, that's the beauty of the situation. The UK Mm. are being the guinea pigs. They've done an Mm. emergency authorisation. The safety data is not quite there but they're testing it on real British people. So (laughs) it's a wonderful situation. It's a (laughs) win-win, regardless of what happens. Yeah, so the first person this week officially had the vaccine outside of a clinical trial, right? Mm. It was a 90-year-old lady, Mm. uh, Maggie Keenan um, in Coventry. Was the thinking, well, if she's not, if she, you know, reacts badly and it doesn't really matter anyway, was that the... Was that the? No, I don't think that was the thinking. Uh, probably Charles, but um, look, each to their own. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not an epidemiologist. I'm not exactly sure what the thinking was. Mm. Um, and then I think, am I right in thinking that the second person to get the vaccine was called William Shakespeare? <laughs> oh, I read that. I read that in the news report. But I had so many questions about how that was possible. Well, I mean, admittedly, if he is 500 years old, he's high on the list of priorities. Yeah, he? he's, well, he's yeah, been on the waiting list for a long time. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, you know, but it's not the best sample because, like, he's, you know, lived through, like, a bunch of plagues. So his immune system's probably Very good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. But it, it, isn't the problem, though, with the vaccine that everyone's going, oh, isn't it great? It, it stops the disease, mm-hmm. but it doesn't actually stop the transmission of the virus. So yeah. it's not like we can then go, okay, well, let's all try. In fact, Australia is particularly fucked by this, which is everyone else will have had the vaccine and and have had the disease, and but we will be like, oh, no, we don't want to get the disease just in case, blah, blah, blah. And um, and the vaccine doesn't stop any, so it's not going to stop lockdowns and quarantines and things like that. So hang on, we've had practically no COVID for weeks in this country, and you found a way to make that depressing. <laughs> yeah, I've been reading a lot of Andrew Bolt. Uh, so. I just want to. I'm just can't get over the fact that Mr. and Mrs. Shakespeare, <laughs> thinking for names for their children, went, "Oh, William's going to be memorable." Well, you have to do it, right? Yeah. If you got, if you're a Shakespeare, well, am I going to do it? Am I not going to do it? Am I going to do it? I'll just do it, right? I think that's going to be the main theme of the but, show. I mean, what they would might, okay, but, okay, let's spitball. What would work? I mean, what would you do? Like, you can't have, like, Kevin Shakespeare. Well, there's a John <laughs> Shakespeare who was a cartoonist. Now, that's really mm. a straight bad option, isn't it? Look, I think the most likely is they've never heard of William Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is that oh, William Shakespeare? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's not popular anymore. Nah, He's just yeah. a dead white man. Everyone hates him. So, yeah. like, that's what whatever. It is. Yeah, there you go. All right, coming up, I'm taking us into a universe 
where Donald Trump never lost the election and will continue as president. It's a nice place to be. And I am taking a trip to 1969 to, to play you a whole lot of old ads from 1969 and ask you, what product is that? William Shakespeare was big in 1969. I am, um, okay, I just need your help with... Um, with something. I don't know why I keep getting parenting advice from you guys yeah. because you're so, you're rubbish parents, but um, I just still need, we, we're having, I have a linguistic disaster Ooh. with my toddler. Mm, well, we do know disasters. That's certainly true. <laughs> but first let's head to Rebecca Dayanamuno in the Chaser Newsroom. A woman coming off a two-day bender has declared that her body is far too pure to take the COVID vaccine. The woman, who had three unidentified pills last night, said it would be unhealthy to put anything in her body that she didn't know the provenance of. Universal has bought Bob Dylan's entire song library for $300 million. Executives were elated until they found out that Spotify costs $10.99 a month. An elated Dylan said, And George Pell has gotten in the Christmas spirit by applying for a job as a mall Santa. That's the latest Chaser news. Check out chaser.com.au for all the latest updates. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is the Chaser Report. This episode of the Chaser Podcast is sponsored by Cocaine, available now from your boss's office. The Chaser Report. News you know you can't trust. Now, according to some people, you know, all the experts who've certified votes and things like that, the Electoral College, all that stuff, Joe Biden won the November 3rd election in the US and has been preparing a new team to take office. No, that's not true. But let's walk that's away not from true. that. That is not true. That's You're thinking right, Charles. You're thinking the way I want you to because I'm going to, instead of, you know, this boring return to normality in the US, I'm going to take us into an alternate reality where everything is fine on planet Trump and he's going to be remaining president at least for four years mm. and probably forever. So let's enter the, the Trump first news. Now, Donald Trump held a press conference uh, this week to boast about his great achievement in developing a COVID vaccine under Operation Warp Speed. Hasn't he done a wonderful job of saving America by single-handedly, as I understand it from the press conference, going in and developing a vaccine? I mean, he literally did claim that. <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> he literally did. This is no trump He literally was like, there would have been no vaccine if I wasn't president. I'm the one who did the vaccine. Yeah. And then also um, did not buy enough vaccines, so there's not enough vaccines for well, America. Well, look, there, there were a few issues with the implementation, but I, I want to start by praising him for, for all the work that he did. I mean, he said they said we couldn't do it. They said it was impossible. It's never been done so fast. And um, well, That is true, though. That is true. It has never been. It usually takes years to develop a vaccine. It does, and they normally do the safety tests properly, but not this time, <laughs> not this time. But, no, Zoe, you're quite right. If, if you want to let reality intrude, there were some reports that the Trump administration turned down the chance to get 100 million more doses of the Pfizer vaccine, mm. the one that's being, you know, with with now in William Shakespeare's body over in the UK. So have they in William Shakespeare? <laughs> have they instead just gone with Trump's own concoction? Like is that is that what they're doing? They're just buying Trump brand <laughs> Trump, Trump brand. brand vaccine. Yeah. That would be such a Trump thing to do. Yeah, it's actually just water, yeah. but he's put the Trump vaccine <laughs> yeah. label on it. Um, no, look, to, to Trump's credit, 
uh, in that press conference he said this, and there's another alternative. It's a great reason why you don't need that Pfizer vaccine. I'm wondering you know, what your message is to the American people, given all the increasing cases right now, about what they should do over Christmas and the, the hardship that they're all facing is this, this virus does get worse. I think this, I think that the vaccine was our goal. That was number one because that was the way it ends. Plus, you do have an immunity, you develop immunity over a period of time. And I hear we're close to 15 percent. I'm hearing that. And that is terrific. That's a very powerful vaccine in itself. The natural vaccine. 15% of Americans have antibodies. <laughs> what well, a wonderful it's, job. It is such good administration, isn't it, to, to let everyone get the virus. <laughs> it's quite hard in a country of 330 million people yeah. to get that many people with antibodies. But just the logistics. You'd have to hold big rallies or something just to you would. <laughs> have true. transmission events. Oh, he's, he's done doing an amazing job. Uh, look, a, a few sceptical reporters tried to put him off by asking why there weren't any, you know, Biden team members at the event, given that they're definitely going to take over the administration in a few weeks. Mm. He wasn't falling for that ruse. This is what he said when they tried to trick him and catch him in knots. Why not include members of the Biden transition team as part of this summit that you're hosting today? Well, we're going to have to see who the next administration is because uh, we won in those swing states and uh, there was uh, terrible things that went on. So we're going to have to see who the next administration is. And hopefully the next administration will be the Trump administration. Wow, I mean, he's still he's still at it. Is that a side effect of the vaccine? Maybe is it? Stop putting people off the vaccine, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like I actually have started screen capping his um, Twitter as he slowly hemorrhages followers, and it's really um, quite a delightful thing to do. I just oh. feel like he's saying the same crap over and over and over again, and it's just like. It's just become quite tedious. So is he actually losing real followers as they realise yeah, there's no yeah, need? Yeah. Or is it he, just the Russian bots have given up? <laughs> oh, it's possible that the bots were the smart ones and they jumped ship first, like little rats scurrying off the Titanic. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, his great hope in all this was the Supreme Court. And this, they went to the Supreme Court for the first time and said, um, you know, that Pennsylvania should uh, just overturn the results and give him all of the electoral votes. The Supreme Court issued a unanimous one-sentence um, ruling saying, yeah, we're not going to do that. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's not looking great, but yeah. hope springs eternal. Um, this, the thing is, though, he's got, a few, he's got either four years, I think it's four years, but some say a few weeks left as president. He's doing some good stuff. I mean, this week he gave the Presidential Medal of Freedom to a gold medal winning wrestler. But the, did you see that clip? That was the weirdest thing in the world because he went into the, the Oval Office, the guy who won the medal. Yeah, Dan Gable. And and then and he had, had he, he had his medal or something like that and then Trump just walked off. Yeah, it's because they said, um, will you be attending the inauguration? Mm. And so he was like, I'm out of here. And then uh, the wrestler just shrugged. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> Good to be here, I guess, <laughs> in the Oval Office. The other thing he did, uh, his other big achievement today was talking to Rudy Giuliani on the telephone. And uh, the good news is Rudy's recovering beautifully. Rudy's doing well. I just spoke to him. He's doing very well. No temperature. He has no temperature at all. <laughs> Rudy Giuliani at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> if you have no temperature, does that mean the, the liquid that 
rolls down your cheeks just freezes. Yeah, I think it? it's a zombie vampire thing. I'm not really sure what's <laughs> yeah. going on there. But I don't know. With Rudy in hospital, not able to help him with his court cases. <laughs> it's probably he's, helping his legal defence. Rudy, do you know, Rudy, yeah. Rudy did it on purpose. He just went and, like, rubbed himself all over some with COVID. He's like, I need an out. I need an out. I'm in too deep. Just give me the bloody COVID. He'll start. Trump will start it. Maybe that's why Trump's so optimistic now. <laughs> now with Rudy out of the way, he's going to have a string of legal yeah. victories. Yeah, yeah, the last barrier to my success was my own lawyer. <laughs> um, it, he's also just sped up. It, one of the things he's been doing as well is he's sped up the rate of executions in federal prisons because mm. Biden's going to stop it if he gets in. Yes. So five more for Christmas is his game. Yes, oh. and that actually breaks a very long-standing convention, which is usually when they elect someone new, they then put a moratorium on, on new executions until the next president comes in. Yeah, but then, of course, it doesn't matter because the next administration will be a Trump administration. That's right. That's yeah. what he said. Yeah, it is quite horrible, Zoe, isn't it? It's, it's, I mean, we're sort of making, you know, mock light of it. But, yeah, not great Christmas for those five people, I'm, I'm guessing. What, because they'll be dead? Yeah. But, no, but at yeah, least the, the turkey's been pardoned, so it's fine. And, look, finally, uh, the other bit of breaking news from the Trump world is that the First Lady, Melania Trump, has finished her, the biggest achievement, I think, of, of her time as First Lady. She's finished renovating the White House Tennis Pavilion. Mm. Um, it's going to be used exclusively for future First Families and it looks it looks like the rest of the White House. It's impressive. Do you think that was the, the intended timing to, like, finish the tennis court five minutes before she has to leave? Well, You'd be a bit annoyed, wouldn't you? Like if your builders, the contractors all delayed everything and you're like, oh, I just really want to play some bloody tennis. <laughs> it's the only reason she went. I'm married Trump. I really just want to play tennis at the White House. She's played a really long game. She married Trump for it, got him, you know, and now what? She's going to play tennis, what, a couple of weeks? <laughs> it's rubbish. They probably have tennis. There you go. So that's the latest news from the Trump verse. I'm going to be doing this um, segment every no, week for the next the four last, years. No. It's over. In the second Trump term. It's over. It was a bit like, um, like let's just talk about your segment um, for a minute. It was a bit high concept for me. So I did. So were we imagining so that that he was elected for the next four years, but then all the stories were real? I think that's what he's doing. But what are you doing? <laughs> I just don't want it to end. I'm finding it so entertaining. Oh, good. That makes one person. The Chaser Report. More news. Less often. So I have another bit of a, a parenting conundrum I wanted to talk to you guys about, if you guys can give me a little bit of help. Mm. So, um, you know, as I, as I said to you last week, I was away. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Um, with my family, with my my almost three year old and an almost one year old, and the almost three year old Rue, he's really um he's really found his voice. He's really talking a lot. He he's his turns of phrase is simply adorable. At the moment, he says, "Well, my never" all the time instead of "Well, I never." I don't oh. even know why he would ever say "Well, I never," but he says it all the time. And he when he likes something, he says, "That's my favorite thing in the." best world. Anyway, everything he says is just completely adorable. However, um, oh, and also, so I should say as, as, as you would well know, um, I'm a chronic swearer. I, I, I sort of swear oh, at the yeah. rate most people. Um, so I was worried about this with my kid, but he hasn't picked any of that up. So that's really great. Um, but he does kind of trip over words a little bit. He adds a lot of consonants all the time. So for example, um, the word silver at the moment is siddle. 
um, you know, like the like the cricket player Siddle. Peter Siddle. Um, yeah. So he so he does that sort of stuff all the time. Um, anyway, we were uh, when we went on this holiday, we I wanted to bring a couple of things, um, you know, from from home things to to make it feel a bit more more comfortable, more familiar, because he hasn't really you know stayed away from home at an age when he's been quite quite conscious and he's quite obsessed with um cars so we bought a, a you know a pile of those little kind of matchbox cars we we wrapped them up and I used it as a bribe to get him to go to sleep on the on the first night I was like um I was like in the morning we're gonna have a car hunt and he was like oh okay and he like he closed his eyes really tight like he was gonna will himself to sleep really quickly Aww. and in the morning <laughs> he woke up and he screamed mom and then he sort of spoonerizes everything right he's like mom i'm ready for the hard and then the next word was the spoonerism of what it would have been i think we're allowed to say we're all adults here (laughs) this is a podcast yeah and also i i can't remember how to spoonerize things so you're gonna need to spell it out (laughs) mom i'm ready for the hard See you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was like, it's like hard C, hard C. I, I don't mind saying the word. I just feel bad repeating it because it came out of my kid's mouth. I feel dirty. But anyway, Why? now he's obsessed with it. And he's like, Mom, can we have a. <laughs> if you sort of say it as, as Begbie from Train Spotting, and that, that's what comes to mind when I hear those you two do words. It. So how hard can't. So basically, how so car hunt? Yeah, and so was anyone else around? Like, could anyone else hear it? Like, well, it's, he hasn't stopped saying it. He hasn't stopped oh, saying it. Oh wow! No. So, it's on high so well, because it was because it was such an event. Yes. Um, the the car hunt. Yes. Um, you know, like how exciting to uh, to run around a house and find a pile of cars. Anyway, like, what am I supposed to do? Well, because also, frankly, it is the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Which is a huge problem. That's my biggest problem. Is like I like comedy. I really respect a good joke, and I find it really hard to. Um, and has he know, clocked? Punish. Has he clocked to the fact that you actually find it funny for some reason? No, no, no. no. I okay. think I've managed to 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 keep that. I don't. I'm, I'm trying really hard not to let that one slip because so, that will be the end. So if you say to him, um, "Hey, darling, tomorrow we're going to have a hard cunt." Will that fix the problem? Oh, like reverse it? Yeah. Like as in, oh, is that your genuine advice? Are you saying I should say those words to my Oh, look at this. This could get worse. um, This is definitely our, this is, um, like remember Dom is actually a doctor. This is his his hard advice. I think you definitely have to do My hard or my cunt (laughs) advice. I mean, it it can't really get worse though, can it? I mean, the only thing that's going to happen is, it's possible he'll stop spoonerizing things at the very moment and then say it all over again, but it's not going <laughs> to be mean, worse, is it? Yeah, I mean, I guess not. It's like you know, you hear kids say the darndest things. You're all, you know, you're walking down the street. You wonder what he's going to, what he's going to come out with. Is he going to say something that's embarrassing or accidentally mm. insult somebody or whatever? But like, you know, in my wildest dreams, I really just didn't expect that phrase to come out of my but almost three-year-old's mouth. I think you need to do what Dom said and next week report back on whether it's worked <laughs> or not. <laughs> That's great. Look, I mean, I Just like I'm not going to make any promises because we're recording. Like, what if you know? What if the police come and, and take him <laughs> away? Um, but um, look, I will see. I will see what I can do. I mean, I don't want to put any pressure on you, Zoe, but it is possible with an iPhone. Just just the voice memo app. Yes. Just just check it out there. Yes. And 
the word I'm going to use is immortalize this moment uh, in your because the problem is when your kids say cute things, mm. it's not long before. They stop saying it, and it's, oh, it's not as funny anymore. I mean, my um, well, not, not unless uh, Zoe uses your method. Yeah, in which case it'll be baked in. Yeah, I mean, my my daughter for a long time would just say, "Have a good fun" when we left, and it was just very very oh. cute. Mm. And now she just says, "You know, have fun." Yeah, you can collect stuff for his twenty first. This can be yes. the first gift that you give him for his twenty first. <laughs> The hard cunt anecdote. And if at the age of 21 he's genuinely like a real bruiser, it'll be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> he's a well, hard cunt. Well, um, thanks again. I mean, you guys are, are the worst parenting Ooh. gurus. I don't know why I don't join a mother's I mean, group. I just I can't believe you two are all I've got. Um, it's a really sad state of affairs. Why are you blaming us? We're not the ones who children swear like Scottish sailors. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to ring the police now. The Chaser Report. Less news. More often. The Chaser Report is sponsored by cocaine. No, really, you're fascinating on it. Go on. The Chaser Report. News a few days after it happens. And now it's time for a trip down memory lane as we play What Product Is That? So this segment is very easy. It's, it's a bit of a quiz. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to play you snippets from ads, um, from old TV ads, and you have to guess what product is that that it's advertising. How lovely. And so this is nostalgia for when we were all children, you know, in the sort of 80s kind of time. Is that what we're doing? No, I decided to make it a little bit harder than that. Um, and also key into the key boomer demographic, which I'm sure our advertisers really love. <laughs> um, and uh, and we're going to go all the way back to 1969. Oh. And we're going to get some ads just to make it a little bit harder. Nearly than- a decade before I was born. This will be interesting. Okay. So this, the first one, this ad starts with a man in a spacesuit floating through space. Remember, it's 1969. In an age of miracle, after miracle. You wonder, what really can be miraculous when it comes to basics like food? Okay, so that's the question. What miracle breakthrough did they make in food in 1969? Is it space food sticks? That's what I thought too. (laughs) Oh, that would have been good. Yeah, that would have, of course, yeah. No, it wasn't. Wasn't no space food sticks was sort of nineteen eighties, oh, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think so. That was that was to do the sh- with the shuttle, wasn't it? Um. So, well, I mean, having done this previously, mm. uh, I never guess any of them, and it's hugely lateral. So, I'm going to guess, um, you know, air regard insect repellent. <laughs> that's that's very close. Oh, it wow. probably tastes about the same. No, it is this. Well, now from Carnation comes new Carnation Instant Breakfast. It turns a glass of milk into a balanced meal. Think of it. You get vitamin C, the orange juice vitamin, as much protein as two fresh eggs, as much mineral nourishment as two strips of crisp bacon, plus more energy than two slices of buttered toast in every delicious, satisfying glass. Try Carnation Instant Breakfast. You owe it to yourself and to your family. Here is a breakfast that's almost too good to be true, and yet it is. And that's a promise from Carnation. It sounds extraordinarily like baby <laughs> formula, may I say? I think I gave my daughter that when she was six months old. What am I? The, I mean, I think the they buried the lead there. What do you get from bacon? Good minerals. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm going to justify having more bacon. Using that. Yeah, 
Yeah. So, um, so do you think it is a miracle food? Like, do you think it is actually like because you can still get it? Like powdered, powdered milk. Yeah. Powdered milk. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a breakfast milk. I like mean, there's more put in, laws now about mm. ridiculous claims in ads. Yes. Um, but I think the real miracle here, Charles, is that you thought there was any chance we would possibly get. <laughs> Should we go back to the but, first clip? No, but uh, okay, uh, no, no, <laughs> no, because it only gets more obscure from here. <laughs> but, but uh, no, I just want to point out that um, somebody did the sums on that on that you know what's it called breakfast milk, what yeah. it's called, and that if you drank it Monday to Friday um, all year. It would actually add forty-eight extra cups of sugar to your diet. <laughs> so that's it's just wow. basically sugar. So with a bit yeah. of vitamin C. It's about as good for you as bacon. The Chaser Report. More news, less often. This episode of the Chaser Report is brought to you by Cocaine. It is quite Moorish. None of the medical advice contained in the Chaser Report should legally be considered medical advice. The Chaser Report. Well, that is just about all we have time for on this week's edition of The Chaser Report. Wait! There's this late-breaking news. What? Really? Charles, you did that for <laughs> so many episodes. Yes, oh. Charles, there's late-breaking news in the newsroom. Let's it, quickly rush to Rebecca Dinamuno. Is, is that part of the format, is it? I think so. You made it up. Apple has released a set of headphones that cost $899. Apple says the headphones use a high-tech wavelength cancellation technology that blocks out the sound of people laughing at you for spending 900 bucks on a pair of headphones. Thank you very much to Mike Liberali who pulled this whole podcast together as he always does. And don't forget you can check out uh, The Chaser on Facebook. You can check out uh, the TikTok, Twitter, the Instagram and all that kind of stuff. And, Charles, go on, plug your thing. Yes, we've got the war on 2020 uh, coming out in the next couple of weeks, including two live stream shows this Friday and Saturday night. That's the 11th and 12th of December. I mean, they're not going to sign up to it, but we might as well tell them. You can buy tickets at chaser.com.au slash live and you should should sign up because they will run out. The infinite number of tickets that are available for a live stream event will run out. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Charles, no, before yeah, before we, I want to do my own plug, but just I have a quick question though, Charles. Yeah. Um, after your really, really, really sad plug last week, um, <laughs> where you sold three hundred and fifty tickets, yeah. and I, I predicted you to have like a lot of refunds uh, required no. after your plug. What's the ticket sales like now? No, the ticket sales have really ticked up in the last few days, and <laughs> this is honestly true. What what I discovered stupidly, there's a stupid person who was doing the marketing of this live event, had only been targeting people who know what the war in 2020 is, right? And oh, so like, sort of getting people who think it's the Chasers War and everything. No, no, no. It was pitched to the Chasers audience. It was specifically to the fans of the oh, Chaser. No, and they were all going, no, we don't want that. <laughs> we don't, we so, don't, so I just familiar with the man, I like. just I just did some targeting on Facebook to go, oh yeah, people who like ABC News, like that sounds like <laughs> sort of the and uh, you know, uh, and <laughs> And and have no idea what the chaser is, and the ticket sales are going through the roof because you know actually you got to get the ignorant people yeah, in. Yeah, fresh people disappoint. <laughs> there you go, fantastic. And Zoe, your your TV show um looks at the the notorious career of the chaser at, at some point soon, doesn't it? Um yeah. So well, next week where um 
the our show Reputation Rehab, where we we look at um, reputations in distress, past and present. We're looking at um, what happens when a joke gone when a joke goes wrong, and um, as part of that, we're we're chatting to Chaz from from the chaser but if you'd like to catch any of the episodes of reputation rehab they're all bloody amazing and they're all up on iview are they free on iview oh no i only like i only like uh screen entertainment i've got to pay a lot of money to watch on zoom <laughs> yeah that's the thing okay here's the thing look if you if you like abc news which is apparently charles's you know target audience you don't want to watch the chaser's war on 2020 for money you want to go to iview and watch my show no, no, it's chaser.com.au's The War of important Distinction. Um, and I have the 2020 Dictionary book out, which is available at chasershop.com or at myowndomnight.com. And apparently it's selling okay, so I probably don't even need to plug it. But I did, I did anyway. Yeah, and and the toilet paper will be coming in next week, so keep out and Actually, for that. I talked to the woman, this is true, today who runs Oh, yeah, yeah did it arrive? Did it arrive? No, no, she says that they're bracing themselves for the arrival. <laughs> she said, I'm curious to see what's on it. So there's one person. And there you go. Catch you next week here on The Chaser Report. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.